Hey everyone, welcome to the first ever episode of We're Here, Now What? Thanks guys. This is Jung Eun from South Korea. This is Anmar from Saudi Arabia. Hi, I'm Nagisa from France. This is Minji from South Korea. This is Emily from France. This is Sanma from Turkey. This is Yo from South Korea. This is Yuki from Japan. This is Heemin from Korea. This is Jay from Taiwan. This is Jin from South Korea. This is Nelson from Brazil. This is Shinjung from South Korea. It's Leslie from France. This is the first and hopefully will be a series of podcasts that will highlight our lives and experiences as international students living here in New York. From the culture to museums and music to no Penn State subway and throwing up in front of the bouncer, twice my ad. So basically, covering up more than just the basics. The point is, we love this city. And in this episode, our goal is to brainstorm on how we can make New York City better. So to start off, let's see what makes this city so magnificent. Madison Central Park, Broadway, Times Square, the Ballet, Skyline, the Chelsea Market, Harlem, Yellow Cap, Soho, Museum, Wall Street, the Yankees, Brooklyn, the Melting Pot. But it's not all bright lights on Yumi Pizza. New York has its problem too. Rats, bad bugs, rude people, homeless people sleeping on subway platforms and trains, smelly trash, high rent, endless waiting in the subway, tipping, taxes, traffic, crime, leaky subway ceiling. And wet floors? No cell signal in the subway. Constant noise. Do you guys think New York is safe? No. no not really. Not really. I don't think so. In my experience, I've been pickpocketed in the subway. They stole my phone, and since then, I don't think that New York is that safe. Oh, really? When did it happen? It was a few weeks ago. I think you had bad luck. Because I slept a couple of times when I was drunk and going back home at late night, and nothing happened to me. You got lucky. You're crazy, man. I don't think New York City is that safe. I got eight staples in my head because I hit it while I was climbing down the stairs in my place. You can call that a safe city? I don't think so. Mm, that's being stupid. This is not New York's fault. I agree with you guys, but most of the people disagree with us. We did survey last week and the results are very surprising. 84% people are feel safe in New York City. Especially for men, they completely feel safe here. Obviously, they don't read news. Also, we find something very interesting. Women who are under 30 years old, 27% don't feel safe here. So, how can we make this city safer? Mm, first, people should be more careful with their phone in the subway or in the streets. Yeah, and well, we could put more security cameras in the public places. I think they should wear a helmet. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Maybe, don't jump too. Hey, did we mention the survey before? Yes, we did. We should maybe explain a little about it. Sure. First, we should may thank the 99 students and professor who filled the survey. We asked them 10 questions about different topics. There was public transportation, smoking, safety, tipping, and even public toilets. Which is actually what the most people agreed on. They want more of them. What surprised me is that half of the surveyors are satisfied with the subway. Apparently, the New York transportation system is not the worst compared to other cities around the world. Yes, we forgot to say earlier that the one who answered the questions are actual international students experiencing the NYC life. While New York might be one of the greatest cities of all time, the subway certainly isn't. I don't know about you guys, but I rely on the subway in all my commutes. What about you? 
I take the bus sometimes, but just for short distances like 5 to 8 blocks. The cab if it's urgent, even though it takes more or less the same time as the subway sometimes, but mostly the subway. Yeah, it's sad to see a city like New York getting bogged down by its primary means of transportation. The problem is that it is not just one issue, it's a bunch of them. Yes, like for example, delays. Whether it be due to inclement weather conditions, a switch malfunction, train traffic, or some sort of construction, the train always has issues coming on time, <laughs> kind of like us. Well, yes, but in more than one instance, I actually was late for class due to subway delays. One day, the power went out in the subways for the whole red line, and guess what? Everybody using that line had to get back up on the streets and use other means of transportation. It was useless, be it bus or cab, nothing was moving. The traffic jam was horrible. I had to walk some six avenue blocks to get to another train station that worked, did some serious rerouting, and finally arrived some two hours late. <laughs> Wow. Oh my goodness. And it's not like that's the only issue. Have you ever been there when the train finally makes it to the station? Have you seen the look on people's faces? It's like everyone just won the lottery. With looks of hope and desperation, tears gushing through gazing eyes, no one believed the train was finally here. Thus begins the huddle. Everybody on the 1,000 foot long platform bunches up to the very edge, looking to be first to surely get a spot on that train, not to mention the mother glory of hitting the jackpot with a seat. Oh yes, shopping, bumping, pushing and pulling is a happening moment when the train arrives at the station. As a result of that alone, according to the New York Subway's MTA, many as 144 people were hit by trains last year, and unfortunately, 55 of them were killed. There is nothing to prevent people from simply falling into the tracks. I worry sometimes when I meet friends after a night of drinking to find them wobbling about the platform, jockey pretending to fall onto the tracks, scaring me halfway to death. Now, if there were some sort of barriers of some sort that would isolate the platform from the track. Well, in Korea, every station has screen doors. It prevents people falling from the platform. I think that can be a solution. And there's one more benefit. Place is concealed by screens so they can control the temperature in the station. So in the winter, it's warmer and in the summer, it's cooler. I think New York City also needs a screen doors in the subway station. Yes, that sounds like a good idea. In fact, taking this a step further, uh, doors can come in handy as to control the platform environment. This would guarantee cleanliness. As issue we are all aware of, as the scenery down there is not much to be desired. Rats on the trucks, trash, smell of the urine or vomit. Indeed. I think having a controlled environment would definitely help the sanitary situation. Cleaning and maintaining cleanliness would be much easier. And hey, air conditioning is now a possibility. Filtered, cool, clean air in summer. Finally, not having to sweat like a pig while you wait for that late train. And one more thing, honestly, homeless people sleeping in the subways and trains is not the best image to have. Those people need help, and it's sad to see that these people seek refuge in the subways some in serious need of help. Their being in the subways untreated is not only harming others, but harming themselves as well. Lastly, the connections. While Manhattan seems to be well-connected north and south, the east and west suffer a lot. I think there has to be better subway connections to the east and west of Manhattan, especially in the northern part across Central Park. Connecting the upper east side and west side would definitely be a one-up in my books. 
Oh, and better connection in Brooklyn or between Brooklyn and Queens where you don't need to go through Manhattan for a one-hour journey to get to your destination. I agree. I think with all these issues coming together, the New York subway has a lot of work up its sleeve. I surely hope these issues get addressed ASAP, especially that the city basically can't work without it. What do you feel when someone is smoking in front of you on the streets? Well, when the smoke covers all over my body, I feel like I'm poisoned. Then, if you were really in the situation, would you say or do something to make the smoke or stop smoking? No, I don't think so. It could be offending. I don't want to make the person feel uncomfortable. And what would you do? Interestingly, according to a recent survey done by We're Here, Now What? Almost half of people thought that people should stop smoking in public places, including the streets. But how come nobody talks? Everybody seems to be trying really hard to keep smokers' right to smoke. Then, what about your rights? We're Here Now What came up with an idea that New York City or the state should publish a public commercial that implies all individuals have the right to claim their right. The point is to re-establish the social norms about smoking in public places. Let us finish with an interesting online conversation between two Koreans. A woman says, All smokers on street should smoke somewhere else. A man smoker replies, Why do you care? Then she goes, Well, for instance, if someone drinks coke on the street, nobody will say anything. But if the person was spilling coke all over the street, who's gonna keep quiet? Hey, did you see the survey? The result is really surprising. Only 63% of people thought that tipping rules should be changed. Are you kidding me? I know, right? I was surprised too, because this system in New York City is so tricky and stressful. Yeah, it's hard to estimate how much you're going to pay at the end when you're ordering. It's not fair for customers. We have the right to know in advance how much you're going to pay, right? Yes, and I heard that waiters have to share their tips at the end of the day. That's unfair for them too. Tips are supposed to be based on the quality of each service. Yeah, it seems more mandatory these days. Their wage is also really low, that's why they have to depend on the tips. Yeah, in Europe, for example, employees are paid enough, and the tips are only extra. Yeah, that sounds more logical, Miss France. It's efficient for both workers and customers. Maybe New York City should do that too. Sure, I agree. Sounds like a good solution. Do you know that there are public toilets in the subway? If you do, did you ever get to use them by any chance? 45 toilets are vacant. That's a quite astonishing number. We've been to beautiful parts in New York City such as Central Park and Brooklyn Bridge Park and Prospect Park. Don't you feel uncomfortable where to find a public toilets for use? Even for some New Yorkers, it's not easy to think of where the toilet is when they are in hurry or emergency. So. We are here now. What came up with an idea to solve this problem? First, buying a metro card the same way as you do and insert some amount of money for the toilet. Then you will be allowed to use public toilet with unlimited time and at the end of the year you will get a refund. Let's set up the price as $37 per month. What about that? I see all of your point. However, what about the tourists then? What do you mean? I mean, New York City has a lot of tourists. I think we need some consideration for them. Oh, yeah. I never thought about that. I think you're right. So, do you have any suggestions in your mind? Well, maybe we could introduce some machines, like inserting the deposit or something like that. Yeah, that sounds good. So, basically, after using the restroom, tourists could get the money back. Exactly. After going through all these problems, we still love New York. 
because there are still so many amazing things to experience and to explore here. So this is the end of our first. We're here now. What? See you next time. Enjoy. Enjoy. Enjoy.